Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, joined today by Sia Najad. Sia, hello, sir. What a time, Rick. We were talking about this before we went hot. We got basketball coming back. We got the NHL. We got the MLB playoffs. We've got football and we've got the CJ Cup. An embarrassment of riches. I'm going to have to get lost and move away from my family so that I can just enjoy all of this sport, all these sports. Very smart thing to do. Greg Ducharme is here. Greg, hi, sir. What's going on, boys? I'll tell you, I'm really excited for the CJ Cup. Um, Congaree is a sweet golf course. We have a great field this year. It leaves me in a place there's really... There's only a few ways life could get better. Um, I could have a better fantasy football team. Mm. I could have more money. Um, maybe it, I'd have an easier time getting USB connections plugged in the right way. <laughs> I always get those upside down. Um, but other than that, I can't. I have no no complaints. CJ Cup. I went to the CJ Cup last year, and uh, they had a BB Go stand. Have you had BB Go? The dumplings and Korean food. Delicacy. No. I don't know if it's a delicacy, but I, I love, I love Asian cuisine. Japanese is my favorite, uh, but Korean is pretty good too. Uh, I just don't have, I just don't have it very often. This is uh, not an ad, although BB Go, we are, we are available for sponsoring. <laughs> it's so good, right? And ever since I had it at CJ Cup last year, I've just, I just can't get it off of it. And I saw on the course map this time around that there is a BB Go food station or something and i was like ready to book my plane ticket <laughs> just for bb go it's so good it's so i gotta good. i gotta see if there's one near me i'll have to check it out i think it's like i think you can get it at the grocery store hmm. it's like for, you can get oh, like really? frozen you can get it like frozen at the grocery store and it's still very very good oh wow i'll have to look into that bb go bb go the other item and see this is now two straight weeks in which we are getting that 78 player no cut event uh mm-hmm. so barring obviously dq barring a wd we're getting four guaranteed rounds we saw how that played out last week and we get more of the same this time around yeah and we get what that means i mean i think mito Pereira. i'm just kind of going off the top of my head i'm not looking at his stats but he had three really good days in one horrific day uh from what i recall last week and, and it's the kind of thing where even in that 6k range which we'll talk about i mean there's a like this it's this 78 player field is deeper than the one we saw last week by, by miles. There's a lot of guys like this is a stars and scrubs is going to be something I'm going to be looking to. And the point in bringing that up is that there are some guys in the six K range that can have a bad day and have three really good scoring days. And it's okay because we know they're going to be there for the four days. Yeah. Terrell Hatton was another one who like made a quad. I think he might've made not two quads, but he had a couple of really bad blow up holes, but played well. Otherwise, there's there's a lot of stuff to look at when you can parse through 72 holes for each golfer. Troy, if you could share my screen, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this golf course, because, Greg, this is um, th- there's a lot going on here. Right. For the CJ Cup alone, this is the fifth different golf course in the last five years. However, it is not a completely new golf course to us this year. Congaree Golf Club in South Carolina hosted the one-off Palmetto Championship, which was held in June of 2021. It was right before the U.S. Open. It was won by Garrick Higo. So this golf course, one of the most unique courses, one of the most cool courses that we have on the schedule, it's not 
it's new to the CJ Cup, but not technically new to the PGA Tour. Right. Um, Only one instance of it before. And there was a lot of hype around it the first time. And all of the player reviews were uh, extremely high praise. And you kind of see that in the field this week that that we're getting. So uh, I think it's really exciting. It's kind of a unique golf course in a lot of ways. You have some some really deep, long runoff areas. Um, I, I would say greens are a little bit bigger than normal. It's a big golf course. It's a Fazio design, yeah. Um, which is a, a designer that Rory McIlroy's had some success on. Um, it tends to favor drivers of the golf ball, although I don't. I think this one's really unique. Um, it's kind of a sand-based property, um, so it tends to play really fast. That's right. that's how it was designed, anyways. Um, we do have rain in the forecast on Saturday. Looks like looks like Saturday right now is they're predicting some heavy rain. So that'll be something to watch. Um, but all in all, I, I think this is a really exciting venue that can suit a lot of styles of play. It it has a I, I don't want to you know the term links feel is overused, but um the way the golf course is designed, the ground game can definitely come into play. Uh, creativity. Yeah. I think it's yeah. cer- certainly something that will, that will be rewarded and see, I'll, I'll say the same thing. Kind of. I said last week, if you're looking on YouTube, if you're watching it's my website, rickrangood.com, I have the metrics up here, but this is literally one instance La- last week for Narashino, We had two instances. This is literally one instance and it's at a different time of year. Now, October instead of June, there, there, there could be a lot of things. Things, uh, that could go wrong with this, but I, I, I like the idea of of driving it well. There is literally zero rough on this course. See, if you're just if you're not in the fairway, you're just you're just in the sand, or you're just in like these marshy areas, or you've got like tree issues. You got like a lot going on out there. Yeah, I, I think you know the way this is going to set up. I mean, so par 71, 7600 7, plus. You are going to get some run out. That's going to help the shorter players. But I'm still really interested, especially on a fast track, and 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 I believe these are faster greens too i I want guys that are going to have these shorter approach shots coming in and maybe be able to stick it a little closer to the hole than some of the guys that are going to be 25 30 50 yards uh, further out so off the tee is really important to me but i'm also looking at driving distance specifically um i like the idea of looking at around the green which i think we just referenced a, a minute ago so that's those are kind of two things that i have a little higher than I would normally uh, off the tee with driving distance and around the green uh, gameplay. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely, even though we don't have a lot to go on uh, guys who can bomb it off the tee, that that's where that's my first look. Yeah. I want to go back to something you mentioned, Greg, about this being uh, like a sand, a sand based golf course. And that's going to be apparent from shot number one out of the fairway, because it's just going it, to, that sand is going to splash up. You're going to see it. Uh, it's not going to be those beautiful little divots that we normally see on the PG tour it's just going to be a, a pop of sand and you're right it's designed to kind of be almost like australian sand belt style firm and fast um which creates a situation where driving distance is longer here on average than most of the pga tour stops because you're going to get a lot more roll there there's going to be a lot of shot making a lot of thinking through these these swings yes and look asia or um what well, one of you mentioned there's no rough i think it was actually you rick um no rough on the golf course and that presents this concept typically when there's a golf course with no rough it it brings angles into play uh and the idea behind the design is well you got to get your ball in position and then you consider tom fazio who's your uh, your architect, and he's very good at utilizing bunkers to define shots and and separate where you hit your tee shot from where the advantage is. So you may have a a, ho- a hole where the green is angled in a certain way, and you want to get your ball to the right, but he puts a bunker on the right. But the other thing that Fazio does is a lot of his golf courses will have they present this big advantage to. Long guys who can carry the ball a long way to see his point where if you can fly at a certain distance, it it has a tendency of opening up. So there are certain spots on the golf course where it's really wide and it gives it, you it, the golf course can really open up at certain spots. Uh, and, and that gives, I think that's a big reason why Rory McIlroy's had so much success on Fazio golf courses like shadow Creek, uh, where we saw, was that another CJ cup or that was, it his, was, it was another yeah, that CJ was the stuff. first time they moved it to Vegas. Yeah. But um, now that I think of it, that was actually 
the Summit Club that I'm thinking of. Mm. We, but Rory, a, a, anyway. yeah, Rory, Rory won at Summit Club. Yes. So look, it it should be really interesting. But it the creativity is kind of the number one thing that I'm thinking of. Um, and there are a lot of guys with enough distance to handle it. But it it gives you an opportunity to play second shots into these greens, which are fast. There are runoff areas. Um, and so you got to be precise with some of those iron shots. So I, I'm probably leaning a little more towards uh, iron play and in the general style of of how guys get it done than I am distance. Although I do think distance can play a factor for sure. I think you were losing confidence in that argument, Greg, but you shouldn't have been because uh, Fazio designed both Summit Club and Shadow Creek. Oh, it was both of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I wasn't sure. I get him confused sometimes. Um, but when I was doing a little bit of research for Summit Club, we hadn't seen Rory in a long time. And I went back and I looked at a lot of Fazio golf courses um, and, you know, where, what, what kind of golf courses he's designed on tour. And Rory's success was, I think he did some work at Quail Hollow as well. Uh, and, and Rory's success was all over the place. Mm. And this is, I think a big part of the reason why he has so much success here, because there are certain entry points or certain carry distances where the advantage goes way up. If you can fly those bunkers, the shots get way easier if you can fly those bunkers. Um, and, and because there's so much width on this golf course, it definitely rings true here as well. Well, Rory McIlroy is a name that we are going to see uh, very close to the top of the board when we jump into the cheat sheet, which we're going to do. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between. But solving foot pain is simple. And that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I, I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as, as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four, our listeners, uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. Rory McIlroy, indeed, the most expensive golfer on the slate. Four golfers over 10K. See, it's John Rahm at 10-9, Rory McIlroy 10-1, or excuse me, Rory McIlroy 11-1, John Rahm 10-9, Scotty Scheffler 10-4, Justin Thomas 10-2. So we got a lot of money uh, being asked for these guys at the top. How do we start to break it down? Totally worth it, though, right? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take two of these guys. I, I I'm going to play in a lot of lineups, like I said, this stars and scrubs approach, and 
I'll go ahead and grab Roy McElroy and John Rahm. But let's start with Roy. We have it up here on rickrungood.com. Um, there's not much to argue with here. I mean, no matter how far you want to go back, whether it's recent history or go long-term 50, 75 rounds, he literally checks every box off the tee, driving distance, strokes game, par five, tee to green, around the green. Last four starts, we saw it on your global view, which is pretty awesome, by the way, um, on the cheat sheet page, where he's fourth, fourth, second, first over his last four. So he's coming in hot. His long-term form is hot. He's certainly a great course fit. Um, I love everything about Rory in this tournament, which means, of course, he's going to withdraw uh, on Thursday. But if that <laughs> doesn't do happen, that. if that doesn't yeah, happen, don't even put that into existence. Yeah, fair enough. If that doesn't happen, he uh, he'll be he'll be top five. Sure. Uh, so Roy McIlroy, those finishes, uh, the global finishes that Sierra were referring to, three straight events on the European Tour. We're seeing John Rahm come back from the European Tour as well. Uh, the BMW PGA Championship, the Italian Open, the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship for Roy McIlroy. And uh, as we like to look at this golfer profile, it's green on green on green on green on green. Uh, Greg, Rory, you've already uh, told us how much he can destroy the Fazio courses. Uh, he is seemingly uh in a tier by himself is that is that fair to say here yeah it is um rom gives me a little worry because rom's also a great driver of the golf ball he has plenty of distance it seems like he's gotten the putting straightened out Uh, and and he's this is one of those examples where you look at the tour championship and the bmw pga and the um open despana the Spanish open um, where he putted very well. He gained over four stroke, over four and a half strokes in all three of those events. Typically I'm a little more leery. I, I give the strokes gained uh, in DP world tour events, a little less credit, but with John Rahm, I just want to know that he's starting the ball online and you're not, you're not gaining strokes like that against any field. If you, any field in professional golf, if you're not putting well, you're not rolling the ball really well. And there's obviously no concern of carryover between DP World Tour and the PGA Tour. So I, I think John Rom could really show us something. I'm not as confident in him as I am in Rory. I think Rory's kind of the lock play that you just you have to put him in there, especially because he I mean, really, both of these guys, because they're getting four rounds. So if CSA and there's a way to get both of them in there, that's the play. Um, but if you want a little more leeway and you're a little less comfortable in the 6K range, which I'm very comfortable with, um, then I think Justin Thomas is your second option uh, in the the 10K range if if you're not going to go the Rory and Rom route. Um, The only reason I would fade Scheffler here is because there's been a putting issue Mm. opposite of John Rom. We didn't see a great President's Cup. We've seen him... Um, we've seen him lose strokes putting in every event since the Travelers Championship. He has gained once, Greg. Since he won the Masters, he has gained with the putter once. I don't need to tell you that the Masters is played in April. Yes, and we've seen him on the green struggling, right? Uh, We've seen some videos of him spending some time on his putting, Hey, heading back to the golf course after a morning round late to work on the putting. I, I think it's kind of becoming a problem. Uh, and and that doesn't mean I I wouldn't play him any week. It, it's just when you're looking at Rory and Rom on top and, and Justin Thomas right below him, I, I don't see any way to play Scotty Scheffler. Uh, and, and I also, he's world number one. I, I don't think the world is going to stay away from Scotty Scheffler. So I, I still think he'll soak up some, some ownership. Um, and, and, for that, so I don't think he's a contrarian play, and I, I don't think he fits in this range at this moment in time. Uh, I should correct myself. He's gained strokes twice putting since the Masters. He gained a half oh. a stroke at the Charles Schwab, which I quickly overlooked. Uh, well, in that case, <laughs> yeah, we're back on board. Um, see, it is interesting because this 10K range, I, I think it's right. I think I think that uh, Rory and Rom are are the most expensive for a reason. I think that they are the better options if you're allocating your funds. But it's it's not like we ever see a guy in the 10K range who's five percent owned, right? Like That's, there is going to be there is going to be uh, some level of popularity on all of these guys. Exactly. Which to Greg's point, like it doesn't give you much reason to play Scotty Scheffler as a contrarian play because it's simply not going to be contrarian. I mean, we'll see how it all. Um, bears out, but yeah, I think Scotty's probably. I mean, Roy and Rom are going to be popular relative to Scotty Scheffler, but I don't think the the difference is going to be so much that you're going to be like, all right, let me transition to Scotty all of a sudden. I just don't see that happening. Worth noting, 
on Justin Thomas. He is twice a CJ Cup champion. Neither of those came at this golf course. Uh, so just keep that in mind. We've got tournament history. We've got course history. And when you have an event like like this one that has bopped around as much as it has, can be a little bit confusing. But JT uh, has his name, name twice on a CJ Cup trophy, which last I remember, Greg, is not a cup at all. No, no, it's, it's like uh, a it's like a plaque. Yeah, it's it's an it's it's probably a miss. Um, you, you got to have a cup if, if you're playing for the cup. I mean, yeah, that's but Justin deep. Thomas, I I feel like Justin Thomas could really do some work on this kind of golf course. It gives him room to play. You know what he can do with the irons in his hands. Um, he's had a little bit of time off. I I mean I. I I, I think, unfortunately, he's in a tough spot price-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I like the Rory and, and JT combo better than Rory and Rom. Um, but it's he's almost like priced out of it in a way because you like Rory and Rom so much. But yeah. I, I think JT is a great play. You also get the guys in the 9K range that kind of squeeze JT as well. That's Matt Fitzpatrick, 9,800. Sung JM, 96. Sam Burns at 93. Then we round it out with Victor Hovland, 92. Max Homa, 91. And Colin Morikawa, 9,000. So, see ya. Uh, here we go. We've got guys that have been playing all over the globe. Some did indeed play uh, the Zozo Championship last week. We've got um, some discrepancies in odds versus pricing. Like, where do we want to start here in the 9K range? Yeah, I don't love this range as much as I want to. I think a lot of my builds are actually going to skip this range with with me taking two guys up top uh, in that stars and scrubs approach. The two guys that give me some comfort, and you never really want to have comfort in DFS golf, right? Because if, if if you're comfortable playing a golfer, that means a lot of other people are comfortable playing that golfer too. And at the end of the day, it's golf. You 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 may as well pivot. It's um Matt Fitzpatrick and Sung JM. Both of those guys, I think, have a they have the all-around game, I think, to succeed here because because I think in everybody's estimation, you're, you're going to need to be crafty, like Greg said, creative um, around the green game is going to come in. But you, you obviously want to be good off the tee and on approach and, and all of that. Outside of the missed cut over in Europe for Matt Fitzpatrick, he's been incredible off the tee, which is something I'm personally looking for. Obviously, he's been good on approach and he has just that all-around game that I'm looking for. Again, I'm not sure I'll actually get there at 9,800. I'd prefer to just pay up to somebody in that 10K range, but I do like Matt Fitzpatrick. And then go ahead, Rick. I was just going to say that uh, quarter of a stroke that he lost off the tee in two rounds at the Andalusia Masters was the first time he lost strokes off the tee in 13 starts. So he that snapped a streak for him. Otherwise, he's been very, very good. Right. And as far as Sung Jae is concerned, it's it's kind of the same argument. Uh, the one thing about Sung Jae that I don't love is, is because I'm emphasizing driving distance, he's not really great there, but he's excellent off the tee. And he makes up for any sort of deficiency in length. He makes up for really with every other area of his game, putter around the green, ball striking approach off the tee like we see here. It's all pretty much elite. So I think Sung Jae is certainly a good candidate in the 9K range. If you are just comparing the salaries to the odds board, you'll notice a discrepancy from Max Homa, 9,100. Max Homa, uh, depending on where you're looking, has the fourth shortest odds to win this. 16 to 1, the same odds as Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, 10,100, right? 10-1? 10-2. Yes. Excuse me, 10-2. Oh, 10, uh, Homa, 9,100. So an $1,100 difference between two guys in the outright market priced the same way. Just saying, Greg? Does it mean anything other than there's a discrepancy there? How would you like to attack the 9K range? Yeah, it was something I saw your tweet earlier today with some of those initial odds. Yeah. And I was first taken aback that Max Holma and Justin Thomas were at, at the same number. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I, I, I get that to a degree. I mean, Max Holma's been winning like crazy. Um, but then I saw the pricing come out and I saw Max Homa where he is. And I, I really like that number. You talk about all around game. Look at what Max Homa has done on the greens. Yeah. And this is this has been a complete transformation from a guy that was a, it, you know, if we saw a green number next to Max Homa <laughs> with the putting, there was probably a single digit number in the result column. Uh, and And now it's. I mean, you're still seeing the single digit result column, uh, but you're seeing a lot more green on the greens. And I, I think this is a sign that this player has changed. Uh, and and I mean, I, I'm not really stating the obvious. I, I am stating the obvious here, but I love Max Homa. And I would say the two guys in this range that I'm most interested in are Max Homa and 
and and Matt, bless you, and, excuse me, uh, and Matt Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I thought I could delay it for one second. I couldn't even get Matt Fitzpatrick out. That is always like the the worst, where you can feel it coming, you know it's there, and but it's when? like, can I finish this sentence or am I cooked? It's the I one thing you, you you have no control over it. So um, okay, I'll take us on on a tangent for a second. Have you guys ever seen? Okay, it, it's a British show. I don't know why you would have seen it, but I watch it on YouTube. It's called Taskmaster. Have you ever seen this? No. Okay, I get a kick out of it because they get this group of people and they have to do silly tasks and there's rules and it's timed and it's just a fun little thing. But one of the tasks was just simply um, sneeze fastest time wins. So you saw these people trying to figure out how to force themselves <laughs> to actually sneeze on command. And it just, you know, it just becomes a, a funny little thing. Did wow. they have the stuff around them to? So they're in this house. So they could. So like, yeah, some guy like went to the kitchen, grabbed some like black pepper, tried that. Or like, oh, there's flowers here. Maybe I'll maybe I'll sniff some of those. But it, it's interesting to see the mind of people who try different things for these tasks. That's actually fascinating. Yeah. But that one reminds me of you, Greg. Yeah, maybe you just get on a you know a, a national, I guess, an international podcast and try to complete a sentence. Right, <laughs> that might yeah. be the quickest way. That would be the quickest way. You win. Um, anything else in the nine K? I mean, we've got we've got some big names here. You know, Sam Burns, who was stellar at the Presidents Cup, uh, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa. Like any, I'll just open this up to either one of you. Like, is there anything we need to be considering about these golfers? Well, you know, one thing that sticks out to me is the uh, the schedule, and you're going to see this a lot more later on down the board. But I'm with Sung Jae Im, for instance. He's coming in so hot, has a little bit of a downturn at the Zozo with the T29 finish, and now comes right back to South Carolina. Now he's known about playing week in and week out on the PGA Tour. He's known for that, uh, but last year he didn't play quite that much. Uh, and I'm just wondering if with that kind of travel, if that's a reason to maybe stay away. Uh, I, I love his game, but it, this isn't a week where I'm going back to a guy. I, I'm expecting a guy that's played three weeks in a row with one of them in Vegas, one of them in Japan, one of them in South Carolina, where I think you're going to see the game come back this week. Uh, I'm not ruling that out. I think players have shown they have the ability to handle travel like that. But um, but I'm much I much more prefer somebody who played well in all three or played better at the Zozo than they did at the Shriners to expect a, a nice result again here. So that might be an area of mild concern. Um, and it's really only concerning if you're differentiating him between, you know, deciding between he and Matt Fitzpatrick hmm. or between he and Sam Burns. Sam Burns and Hovland to me are kind of hard to have. I have a hard time with it, but. I mean, why wouldn't? What's that to like about Sam Burns? Do we have an idea of how Hovland did uh, at the Zozo from a from a short from an around the green standpoint? Uh, we don't have the lasers. Maybe I could. I mean, I could do like I could go find scrambling, but that's never. That's not always like a great a great stat. They don't take the lasers and the cameras abroad, so we don't have like the stroke scan around the green numbers. Because if I'm if I'm fishing for something between let's say Colin and Victor Hovland, who will be perpetually grouped together even when it doesn't make any sense. I, I, you know, looking at Colin's short game, it's 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 not great. Like the around the green game's not great and the putting hasn't been good. But I mean, is it possible that I could locate a trend with Victor Hovland? I mean, I probably not. But, you know, three of the last five where we, we actually have the strokes gain metrics, you know, he's gained around the green and he's gained five in a row with the putter. So between, let, let's say, Sam Bur guys, we didn't really talk about much, Sam Burns, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland. I actually think Victor Hovland could be the least owned of those three and might actually be the best candidate to take in the 9K range. You know, there's something to me about Victor Hovland, though, and his short game that I'm always watching for. And it's what's the style of golf course? Uh, and if you see, this is the style that worries me the most mm. uh, because it, there's no rough. If you see a golf course where there's rough around the greens, I'm much more comfortable with Victor Hovland's short game. When you have a lot of tight grass around the greens, um, tight lies and a lot of sand, those are the two areas that worry me most. Um, so I'm now that being said, he played well at the open championship where there's not really any rough. 
uh, and he played well. Uh, he's played well at Augusta National. So, I mean, he can do it. There's no question. It's just this is the – you could see – I could foresee some ugly short game highlights from Victor Hovland on a golf course like this. And it, they might come alongside a win. You know, he's he's that kind of player. Uh, yeah, that's true. He, he has sometimes won despite uh, chopping it up around the greens. Um, the $8,000 range. Love it. A lot of interesting names that we need to talk through. And we'll continue to go to the sevens and the sixes. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. $8,000 range. Oh, mama. Tom Kim, Jordan Spieth, Hideki Matsuyama, Cam Young, Terrell Hatton. Bottom half, Keegan Bradley, Shane Lowry, Taylor Montgomery, Sahit Tagala, Billy Horschel, and Corey Connors. See ya. Um, hmm. Where are we going first? So in the, in a no cut event, I, I think I'm willing to take uh, like a few more like risky propositions, even if I don't think they're necessarily the best course fit. Uh, I think Cameron Young's a little risky. I think his his play can certainly be erratic, especially when it comes to the short game. But looking at long term form and looking at just hit, you know how he previews as a golfer. I mean, off the tee, driving distance, uh, he's going to rate out really really well there. So again, that's something I'm kind of overemphasizing for this particular tournament. So I do like him. Again, if you look at the short game, there's some spotty issues there over you know the last five or six tournaments he's got some some misses here and there but generally he can spike in both of those departments too i just think you're getting a really good value here from an upside standpoint and in a a no cut event i can afford maybe one hiccup from cameron young one bad day where the other three he's he's scoring pretty big so he's one of the guys i like tom kim I, i really can't make an argument against tom kim so i'm just not going to I would imagine he's going to be somewhat popular. And if that's the case, I have no issue not playing him, but he's certainly a guy I like. The other guy that I also think is risky and that I will play if the ownership is relatively low. Now, keep in mind, it's only a 78 person field. So ownership is going to look just like last week, look a little higher than your regular full field event. So um, it's all relative when it comes to ownership. But if Sahit Tagala is low ownership, I think I'm willing to take a chance there too. Only just just because I want to play that red hot ability. I mean, if you look at the metrics here, again, on rickrungood.com, please watch us on YouTube if you're not already. This play isn't, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. But again, this is the type of tournament and this is the type of course where I could see Sahit getting really hot. And if that happens, then, you know, he could be there on Sunday. Yeah, he's just a very volatile golfer. And he's got a T6 at the Fortinet and a T5 at the Zozo in his last three starts. And he missed the cut in between. And I think you're going to get a lot of that um, often. Like, I just th- I just think that's what he's going to be. And maybe we'll start to see signs of consistency. But the upside is certainly there. Um, Greg, when you start breaking down and assessing this $8,000 range, what do you find? Uh, I find some plays I really like. One of them I'll start with that Sia mentioned is Cam Young. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I'm, my hope is that his trip to Japan kind of takes away some of the ownership on him and people look past him. But I mean, this golf course fit, I don't know if it could be better. It's it's perfect um, for Cam Young. So his name is, it's just screaming out to me. Uh, can, okay. So I, I, 
probably agree, but let me play devil's advocate for a second. All right, Greg. let's hear it. We've chatted, not really a link style golf course, but there's there's runoffs, there's creativity involved. Um, open championship, I guess the open championship he played well. Obviously, yeah. runner up. Je- Scottish Open kind of got away from him. He has not played as well recently, right? 31st in Memphis, 19th out of 30 at the Tour Championship. He was fine at the President's Cup and a T53 out of 78 at the Zozo Championship. Um, yeah. I'm like lukewarm on this, but I, I could be like, I just know how awesome he is when he gets it going. And I agree, this is probably a better spot for him than most. I think this is, yeah, the other one that sticks out to me is Southern Hills, where yeah. they have kind of the rolling edges on the greens and yeah. um, third place you know, finish there. Right. Really good performance there. So that's in my mind for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I feel like this is a, a get right game for him. I, I wonder how long this kind of so-so form that we've seen, because I agree we have seen that. I wonder how long that lasts. And I don't think it lasts very long. So you get another one of those players like Rory McIlroy who can absolutely bomb it off the tee. I, I think he's a near must. Maybe not in a cash. If you're playing a cash game, I could see it going a different route because um, there's a little risk there, but I'm all for it. Okay, fair enough. And then um, the other guy, well, there are two more that really jump out to me. One is Jordan Spieth. Yes. Uh, I, so I loved what I saw at the President's Cup, obviously. Everybody did. And I a five oh and oh. Um and I, I love the course fit. And I wonder what kind of ownership he's gonna get. Um might be a lot, but I mean he's a cash game lock if you're if you're not going with the two guys in the 10k range. You might even be able to get him in there if you go two in the 10k range. But it, it, he to me is gonna have an opportunity to access a lot of whole locations with that iron play. Um you talk about no rough. There's a lot of opportunity for Jordan to have success. You want to talk about short game. It's as good as it gets on the PGA Tour. I don't I don't even care about what happened in Memphis and what happened at the Tour Championship. I, I could care less about those two uh, events where he lost strokes around the green. I, I think Jordan Spieth could win this week. So it, it seems like another a great golf course for him. Um, I'm with you there. What do you think about ownership on him, by the way, Sia? He's a, he's kind of hard to figure out for me when it comes to ownership, unless it's Augusta National. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be super highly owned, to be honest with you. I mean, I think, you know, it's not going to be super low either, but I, I don't see him being... I think there's a lot of guys in that 8K range that are just going to get kind of passed over, and I think we haven't seen... I don't know. I, I feel like we haven't seen enough of Jordan Spieth lately to, to justify him being super popular. Like, for example, you got Tom Kim right above him. Um, Cameron Young's probably going to be somewhat popular. I think this 8K range in general, though, could get passed over here and there. I think a lot of these names aren't going to be super popular for people. So I don't think I think Spieth kind of falls into that group a little bit. I think he'll be somewhat popular, but he won't be like one of the top three or four guys on the slate. I got one other guy for you. Please. Well, I'm very interested in Billy Horschel. Um, I, I don't really know why other than he's been playing well. And, and I think the recent form, uh, could come into play here. So he was tied 10th at the Alfred Dunhill links, obviously made the president's cup team and was so, so, uh, and, and played really well at the BMW PGA. I, I think he likes this area of the, of the world, um, and tends to play really well. Uh, and, and I think, um, again, he's a kind of contrarian to the long drivers, which I think will have a big advantage. But I think there are a couple of names that you'll see pop up who aren't overly long. Uh, and, and I think Billy Horschel could be one of them. Uh, worth noting, and I'm, I'm doing it at this point because uh, Terrell Hatton is in this range. So again, this golf course we've seen once. It was the Palmetto Championship at Congaree. It was in June of 2021. The golfers who are in this field, the notables uh, that played that event, Terrell Hatton finished runner-up. Matt Fitzpatrick, T10. Ches Reevy, T14, along with Harris English. Uh, and Seamus Power finished T19. Those are your top 20s. Sung J.M. and Tommy Fleetwood finished T35. Benny on T52. Uh, Andrew Putnam finished 67th. And you have a bunch of guys that that missed the cut. But um, those are the notable good finishes for the one time that we've gone to this golf course. And a lot of those guys are in 
the 7K range. It starts with Emiliano Grillo and Maverick McNeely. It goes down to the aforementioned Seamus Power, along with Denny McCarthy and Taylor Moore. So, Sia, uh, we're starting to get a lot more golfers here. Still only a 78-player field, so still a small 7K range, but more names here than in the other ranges above. Yeah, three names stick out to me. Uh, one I just want to point out at the top is, and, and this isn't one of the three, but Emiliano Grillo is certainly going to be, I think, a, a pretty solid play. Um, as we pull pull him up here, I actually want to see what it's looking at, like as of late. Okay, so Zozo, obviously, we didn't have the strokes gain metrics. Yeah, I mean, it was a, we, we have a hiccup at the Shriners, but I still like the, where the game is at. And I especially like where how the putter has picked up and what he's doing off the tee. So um, I like Grillo, but he's not one of my top three. My top three are Mito. Yeah. Um, I, I, listen, I'm just going to continue to ride the Mito bandwagon uh, off the tee can be a problem at times, but I like his ability to score in general. And I think if he can rein in the off the tee game and for the record, he rates out pretty well in good drives. It's just off the tee is like, sometimes he has hiccups as we see here on YouTube. Uh, the approach game can get so red hot though. So if he can, if, if he can drive the ball well and, Throw these darts on approach. Uh, the upside is tremendous with Mito. If you like the Southern Hills comp, Mito was uh, good there for 71 holes uh, until a little hiccup, as we will continue to call it, on the 72nd. Also worth noting, Miliano Grillo is, uh, and I just tweeted this out, the hottest player in this field, which means if you look at his last 36 rounds, he is a full stroke per round better than his 100 round baseline. So nobody else in this field playing better to their own baseline than Emiliano Grillo. Greg, you get the next crack at the 7K range. Yeah, and that all that comes from the putter with Grillo. Um, but I'm happy to avoid him this week just because, again, of the travel. So you're, uh, he's one of those Shriners, Zozo. But you, you can play him too because he played really well in Japan. And I, I think he can handle the travel. But if you're looking for a reason to pass over a Grillo, um, that would be the reason why. And I'm fine with with riding the Mito tra- train like Sia. I think that'll probably pay off really well. But some of the other names I'm very curious about. Um, I, I wonder with Aaron Wise, what we saw at the Shriners, if that really carries any weight. Um, I mean, he lost he lost nearly five strokes approaching the green. And I have a hard time envisioning that happening again he was so good to the green last year and i wonder if that's just a you know just a, a poor week um and and then you get back to the tour championship and and the windham where he also lost strokes on approach um the tour championships one i'm always willing to rule out especially for the guys that barely get in i think there's a level of exhaustion that strikes that at that point in the season um and and i think there's kind of a fresh start and he clearly didn't get off to a great start at the shriners but i'm willing to go back to aaron wise i don't think he'll be chalky uh, and i really like his game from a long-term view um then another one that i really like i i mean i i really think this is a going to be a, a turnaround performance i really like jason day hmm. um i'm sure that's not going to be popular but the biggest issue in my opinion with jason day's game since he was winning majors and players and world number one is his iron play he struggled to hit greens of regulation he struggled to gain strokes approaching the green and we've seen him now in every event since july gain strokes approaching the green and i saw him at the three, uh, the rocket mortgage play around a golf that was so good with his irons. He left himself 15 feet or 12 feet from flag high all day long. And then he withdrew from the Wyndham. I was all about it. He withdrew from the Wyndham. And I, I think he's, I think this is real. I think he has really made some changes to his golf swing that have given him control of his ball approaching the greens. And you're going to a sand hill type golf course. It's going to be familiar to him. Uh, I, I think I think Jason Day is about to have a, a big week. I like that. I like that a lot. Nine strokes in the ball striking categories in Las Vegas. Good signs for Jay Day. Yeah. Uh, who else in the 7K range? Anybody? <laughs> Yeah, I like Cameron Davis quite a bit and Scott Stallings, actually. Uh, I I love what Cameron Davis does off the tee, uh, obviously. Um, Obviously, that incorporates some of the driving distance as well, but he has the all-around game, too. I just think this is a really good course fit for Cameron Davis, and I I really like the price here in the 7K range. He's a guy I have my eye on. And then Scott Stallings, another guy who has a really good mix of of ball striking uh, with the the around-the-green gameplay. So he's another guy... um, 
I, I'm definitely going to be on this week. I got I got two other guys too. Please, uh, Adam Hadwin has found his golf swing again. Mm. Um, so he's another one. Again, I'm not getting too many of these guys into a single lineup. These shorter hitters, but I'm definitely willing to mix in one or one or two because I think you have the ability to play. There's a lot of options around this golf course. And so when Adam Hadwin finds his ball in the fairway, I like what he's done approaching the green. But the guy I'm really, really curious about and high on this year is S.H. Kim. Yeah. Um, this golf swing is just phenomenal to watch. Uh, and it was tied fourth at the Shriners. He didn't make the trip to Japan, which I like. Uh, and again, it's a, it's a really young career, but I, I think he's... I think he fit. There's a really nice place for him in a stars and scrubs lineup. There, so his his three starts to start this year are 36 at the Fortinet, 13th at the Sanderson Farms, fourth at the uh, fourth in Vegas is what it was, right? Yes, fourth at the Shriners. This WD, do you remember this, Greg? Do you know what happens? This WD he had was the Cord Ferry Tour Championship, where he after three rounds had gains like nine and a half strokes. He was playing well, and a bunch of guys withdrew. Is that is that because they found out their cards were locked up or something like that? I I don't know why. I I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't follow the story close enough to have an answer for that. But it's a bizarre number that you pointed out. Um, but, but anyway, I mean, the, the point is you look at what he did on the corn Ferry tour and he was playing really well. Uh, and then he plays well in that event and WDs. So maybe was it injury? You say a bunch of guys are with our WD. Yeah, I pulled it up earlier. There were, um, he was one of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen guys who withdrew from the corn Ferry tour championship. Many of them after two or three rounds and they were playing well. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I think, I think it, I think he had done it. I don't know if he had done enough to earn his card. And he was just like, I mean, he shot 70, 67, 65. He was in, he was in the mix. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. I got, but you know, whatever happened, he comes back to the PGA tour and shows great results. Um, and, and so I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does this week because I'm so impressed. Yeah, he's been he he's been great. He's been great. I'll I'll chase that story. Okay. Uh finally 6K range here. Uh Davis Riley, Kevin Kisner, and Matt Kuchar are at the top. The bottom. Bio Kim, Ches Reevy, kind of a little disrespect for a guy who won like eight starts ago. Uh and Yang Jun Bay. Ches Reevy, wasn't he one of the names that I finished T14 at the Palmetto? See ya. That's that's a typo. He's got to be more than six thousand dollars. Well, last week he was like 6,400 or something really low as well. So this doesn't completely shock me given who's up here. I mean, I, I like, uh, uh, you, you can take a shot at Chesapeake. It's not exactly the course fit, the, 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 the course, you know, type that I'm looking for. I do like Davis Riley though, who you mentioned at the top of the, of the 6k range. Uh, you know, he's, he's been pretty good with the ball striking. I mean, typically he just needs to marry the off the tee game with the approach play and, and just get hot there. Uh, he's top 25 off the tee and driving distance in terms of the long-term uh, long-term form that I'm looking at. So I like him um, going kind of like way down. I think Lee Hodges is interesting. If you look at his mm. ball striking, it's kind of elite when you're talking about this 6K range. And, and when I say kind of elite, I, I, I probably shouldn't have put the kind of in front of it. In this 6K range, I mean, he's he's got to be one of the better guys uh, when it comes to ball striking. The putter can be pretty good in the short, the short game in general. The around the green game can be pretty good. So I think he's kind of a steal at his price. Um, a couple bombs that I would consider, and they are bombers as well, is Wyndham Clark and Trey Mullinex. Um, Mullinex, you know, we've talked about a lot on this show. He's missed a couple cuts in a row, but he hasn't been terrible. He hasn't been a disaster when he's missed those two cuts. So I, I think uh, given the course fit here, uh, I think Mullinax is an interesting play, especially if people are, are just not going to be paying attention to him. Uh, okay, Greg, 6K range is now yours, please. Uh, I'm fine with the Mullinax play. Not as high on Wyndham Clark, but I get that it's a bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Hodges, I love. He's one of the names I wrote down. 
Um, they, so I, I'm all about Lee Hodges. Uh, I think he's actually a good putter. He has some weeks where I'll lose three strokes putting, and that can cause a concern. But uh, I, I think he's a great play in an event like this. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm all about that, and he's only 6,300. It's a it's a great price. Another name which I I really like. I really like taking a chance on him this week is Harris English. Um, he finished tied 14th, as you mentioned earlier here in the last rendition, Rick, and was a much different player than he was healthy yeah. and playing some really good golf. But I, I, I've been waiting for him to find his golf swing again. Ever since he came back from injury, he hasn't been hitting it well at all. Uh, and I saw a little blip at the Shriners where he finished T28 and he gained strokes approach. And I know that his talent level, his upside ability is way higher than uh, 6,500 in this, pr- uh, for that kind of price range. So I'm willing to take a chance on him, especially for, well, for two reasons, one, no cut event. So I, I really feel comfortable about that Two, The putter is a real asset. Uh, and three, he's from this area. He's from Georgia. So comfortable in the, in the Southeast, which I also, really like so at 6500 i think harris english gives you a lot of uh a lot of upside at a at a great price um and then lastly matt i'm not against matt kuchar um again not super high on him he doesn't give you quite the break that lee hodges and harris english give you but i'm I, I could see Matt Kuchar having a, a really nice week. Again, he could be that one guy you mix into the lineup who's not a really long hitter. I think there's an avenue and a pathway for him to play really well. And his last start on tour was was quite impressive at the at the Fortinet. Yeah, he's actually he's played much better as of late. I mean he's gained strokes to the field in like eight of ten or ten of twelve, which is um really good. Obviously good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any final thoughts in the 6K range before we put a bow on it? Going once. I, yeah, I, I wanted to I wanted to potentially take a shot at, at Gary Woodland or or Brendan Steele, but I just can't get by their putter. It, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's just been in Steele's case, it's like Kyle Stanley type stuff. Uh Woodland's obviously uh pretty bad as well, though. Uh, it's it's really bad. No, Steele, I mean, it, it's it's so glaring. It's one of those things where, like, there's there's not going to be a hot week. It's like, right. like that's what it feels like, and I'm sure that's probably not true. I'm sure he'll, you know, gain strokes one week. It's just terrible, though. He was the first round leader last week. Yeah, yeah. T forty. So like that's that's kind of the like even if you get the absolute ceiling sixty four. He still finished T forty. Like you, like most of the time, if you get a guy like that, it's like okay, yeah, he's gonna fade a little bit. He's gonna finish T nine, or he's gonna finish T eleven. Like T four, you didn't get anything out of it. You didn't get anything out of it. No, I, I don't. I also don't think this is that kind of golf course where you can just ball strike it to death. I, I think you're gonna need to, you know, utilize some creativity and maybe putt from off the greens. It just it doesn't have a good feel for me. How is Matthew Neesmith not in this field? Hmm. He's not in the field. Not in the field. No, he, he's been I mean, awesome. Yeah. He played last week too, right? Yeah. He finished like yeah. T uh nine. I have it right here. Nine. T nine. Yeah. Okay. Somebody remind me the next time that Matthew Neesmith plays that we should be playing him. <laughs> oh, I he's one of my favorites. He's like the new, he's the the new Tom Hoagie. <laughs> Tom Hoagie. I also think you could play Tom Hoagie this week. It's just maybe too much. I worry about the travel. I still worry about the travel. Maybe it's, you know, old school of me. But um, yeah, if you're not worried about the travel, Tom Hoagie looks like a really good play. Uh, uh, let's hit our strokes gain narrative lineups. Do we have a couple of these? There we, we do. go. Okay. Brent Harris says. When we head to Congaree, I think Conga line. If that's what you think, Brent, that's the first thing that pops into Brent's brain when Congaree, when he thinks of Congaree, thinks of Conga line. Greg, have you ever participated huh. in a Conga line? No. Do you want to? Uh, it looks fun. Yeah, I'm willing like in the right atmosphere. No. <laughs> I'd do it. It looks like a lot of fun for a wedding. 
Those are the golden girls in that gif, by the way, for all of you that are older than Rick and Greg. <laughs> that, was a, that was a show on TV. Sounds great. Actual Here, TV, not like an app, not like Netflix. You mean on TV. YouTube? You're referring to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, that was something before that. Don't worry about it. These are Brent's lineup dances. No, dances of the PGA Tour. Apologies. John Rumba, Charleston Young, Taylor Macarena, Mamba Piera, <laughs> Sep Stracha-Cha, and JT Polka. That's pretty good. That's creative. We, yeah, have, not yeah. had, we have not had the uh, the dances make their way into a strokes gain narrative lineup just yet. Uh, Model Maniac, this is my favorite one of all time because it is the CJ Cup, which is CJ. That's just two letters. This is the minimalist J squad. JJ, Spawn. JT, uh, the other JT. J-Day, J-Sa, J-Huh. Love you, Model Maniac. Best one. All right, ever. yeah, I like it. It's a good so, one. That is short, sweet, and easy to pronounce, which is much appreciated. Ryan says, Ridgeland was known as Gopher Hill prior to the 1890s. With that, I present you golf course nuisances. Oh, boy. (laughs) Lucas Glofer. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's great. It's great. (laughs) <laughs> this is good too. Lee Ground Hodges. <laughs> Sam Beaverns. Sep Scrocodile. Uh C Raccoon Skim. And Bumble Byunghyun on. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And finally. Like finally. Uh, John Markowski says CJ Cup is sponsored by the CJ Group. CJ Group has a long family feud with Samsung. I'm learning a lot today. Mm-hmm. Who they broke off from in 1993. So let's play Family Feud. Top six answers on the board name six golfers whose first name shares a last name with an NBA, MLB, or NFL Hall of Famer. Can you believe there's six of these? Here wow. we go. Oh, this would be a killer combo. Michael Jordan Spieth. Lawrence Taylor Montgomery. Bill Russell Henley. Franco Harris English. Terrell Davis Riley. Nolan Ryan Palmer. Get some. Wow. Strong. All right. Cool. Again, easy to pronounce. Easy to pronounce this week. That's nice. That's very good. Um, Do you know? The, the so you're gonna see a lot of them this week. Those CJ hats that yes. Ben On wears, and I think Siwoo Kim and Sung Jae and these guys, they do not sell those hats anywhere. Though that is the most sought after cap in all of golf. Really? Yes. Because you can't get them. Can't buy them. Can't buy them online. Can't buy them at the CJ Cup. Because they all say CJ Cup at South Carolina or CJ Cup at Summit. Cannot buy the straight CJ Cup hat. Wow. It's like, uh, you know, Augusta National merchandise versus Masters merchandise. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got to get it. You got to be like a member or play with a member to, to get into that stuff. I have talked to Benny on about how to get one of these hats. He said, uh, He's not allowed to give any like away, right? Like, like as like raffles or something like that. He could, he's like, if you come over my house, I can give you one. That's like the only way you could acquire a CJ Cup hat is like go to Ben On's house. So, what's his address? Tomorrow at noon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll be there, Ben. Will you be there? Um, He says, too many people want them. So, yeah, basically, basically going to his house is the way to get it. All right, we cool. could we could be the official podcast of the CJ Cup and, and thereby don their hats. What do you think? We this really our, need to be the official sponsor of CJ. Not even the CJ Cup, just of CJ. Of course. The CJ Group. CJ Group. That's the case. Pretty cool. Wow, I learned a lot today, too. I'll draw up the papers. <laughs> Get Any some language on? together. Yes. Yeah, our, our people will call Benny Ann's people. Anything else before we go? 
back at a uh, regular time Thursday morning on the East Coast. So that'll be nice. Uh, but I think that'll do it. Mega preview pod Tuesday. Recap after the event is over, covering all things that went on in the world of golf. Uh, Producer Troy does all the hard work behind the scenes. Sienna Shad available on Twitter at Sienna Shad. Greg Ducharme can be found at the Real GFD, and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the Men's Sunday Performance Jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.